Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Tech Your Business podcast. Today on the podcast, we'll be talking about something different, mindsets, and also a bit of technology. To talk with us about that today is Brent Webb, who is an acclaimed mind power expert and motivational speaker. So welcome to the show, Brent. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, so Brent, can you share a bit about you and about your journey? Sure. Um, I started out as a little chubby uh, kid. Uh, I was a magician. I wanted to be a magician wow. as a little tiny kid. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was always doing magic tricks and things like that. And I, I went to the library because I took out a lot of magic books. And I was about 10 years old. And I got a copy of a book that was just put into the wrong place. It was called The Magic of Believing. And it was all about the power of the mind. And even at 10 years old, I read that book and I knew, wow, there is something else going on that I don't understand. So kind of from that point on, I really started, you know, moving into uh, mindset and mind power. And it's my 30th year. I've been all over the world and I've been doing this. Yeah, just teaching people how they can unlock and unleash this because we have this amazing power inside. We just have no idea how to use it. Hmm. All right, so for listeners who might not really be familiar, what exactly is mind power and how can it be harnessed for our personal growth and um, success? Well, the one thing mind power isn't. When people hear mind power, they think, you know, it's the power to control someone else's mind, like a hypnotist or something. And mind power is all about your own mind because mm -hmm. until you can control it, not, not only are you not going to succeed how you want in life, but everyone else is going to be able to control it for you and the media and the government. And they do that very well. So, you know, you have to understand we have this amazing supercomputer, this brain. We're all born with one, but we'd have no idea how it works. They never give us a book. They never give us a manual. They never tell us how to operate it, how to turn it on, anything. They were kind of left, left on our own. So the idea is, you know, the first 10 years of your life, you're you're a little kid and you're programmed because you're a blank slate. When you're when you're a child, everything's amazing, right? When you cry, you're sad. When you laugh, you're happy. There's no in-between. But then you kind of go to school and they kind of put you in rows of desks and they want everyone to be the same. And it kind of beats that that out of you. But mind power is being able to control the thoughts going on in your mind. Because most mm. of the time, most people are thinking negative about 80% of the day. So you're constantly living in that. You're constantly, you know, bringing that forth. So it's just understanding what's on your mind and then fixing it. Mm. All right. So understanding what's on your mind and fixing it. So how does having that right mindset impact our ability to achieve our goals and overcome obstacles? Because like you said, um, we are thinking negatively 80% of the day. Well, for one thing, you're no longer, you won't be thinking about things like, uh, does Mary like my shorts? Does, <laughs> what am I, you know, uh, did I make the right food for dinner, that dinner party last week? We think of all these things that have no meaning and that don't matter. And we're inside of our head. So it, of course it impacts your success because it keeps you, anytime your mind slips on autopilot, which again, 80% of the day, 70%, 80% of the day, you are on autopilot, which means- the tape that was made when you were a kid, those first 10 years, it's like uh, there's a, a tape recorder inside your head, right? It's recording everything around you. At 10, it goes off. For the rest of your life, you have to use that tape 
to to go through life. Any decision mm. you need to make, you're going to use that tape. So when you're on autopilot, when you're in, you know, not in the moment, that is the tape that's running. So if your parents told you you weren't good enough, you were too fat, you were too this, you were anybody, siblings, teachers, any of that, that is the tape that's going to be running inside you. So it's you got to figure out what's going on up there before you can start making the changes. Hmm, interesting. So um, I was reading your profile and somewhere you mentioned the impacts of meditation on your life. So can you explain how meditation has transformed your mindset and um, your daily life and how it can benefit others too? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can get to an awakened state, an enlightened state without it, because you have to have something that connects you to the inner you, you to the mass consciousness. You've got to have quiet time. We are so petrified of our own thoughts. Nobody, that's why everyone's on their phone, everyone constantly minute you know second to second you're doing something to take your mind you know to to distract you because nobody wants to go in and 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 have those voices start in their head so meditation it's just a way to sit quietly with yourself you don't move you don't talk you can do a mantra in your head i tell people cuz i used to say there's no way i could do that i can't sit still my mind will not stop i can't do it and for 10 years now i've been meditating 2 hours a day So I tell you it can be done, but all you've got to do to start is take five minutes, take three minutes and, you know, sit cross-legged with your hands on your knees and just breathe. That's all you got to do at the beginning, just to get your, your mind used to it. You know, your mind is like, uh, your entire life, it's never been trained. So it's like a crazy monkey we have in our head. Right. So, and you've got to get, we have to get it under control. Most people think, that the mind controls us and it's the other way around. We are really in control. We just have never exerted that control. So meditation, uh, I always recommend twice a day, early morning, first thing, because because the moments when, when you're between sleep and awake, that's when your subconscious is the most susceptible. So it's like the first moments when you wake up, the last thing you want to do, you know, before you go to bed at night, because usually what someone's doing, the last thing they're thinking of all the horrible things that happened that day. They're thinking about all the horrible things they have to do tomorrow. And then they're going to go to sleep and they're going to marinate. They're going to think about that. their subconscious for eight hours or six hours or whatever. So it's very important to be programming yourself first thing in the morning, last thing at night. And meditation is a great way to start doing it. Hmm. All right. So for listeners who want to start incorporating meditation in their lives, in their routines, you mentioned doing it like twice a day. And like you said, so we are full of distractions and it's really difficult to stay at a place and do it. So do you have any practical tips or techniques that they can use to incorporate this in their routine? Well, you just have to remember that your mind is just a liar. So, cause your mind is going to tell you everything it can to not meditate. It's going to say, you know, when you sit down the first time, it's going to tell you my back hurts, my leg hurts. What are we making for dinner? What do I, it's, it's, it does not want to be trained like anything. It doesn't want to be trained. So you've got to know that when you do this, you do meditation, the repetition of it will get you there. You don't have to worry about what, you know, you just have to do it. So if you don't do it every day, you skip a day. It's not going to work. You have to do it every day. So just sit there. And like I said, start at two minutes. I mean, everybody can sit still for two minutes, you, you know, and make it your goal not to move, not to fidget. The 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 less you can do that, the easier it's going to be as you start to uh, increase the time, you know, and then maybe do, I always tell people count to 20. 
20 and then start mm -hmm. over again. You mm -hmm. Don't count because, because you'll find yourself on, you know, you want to count to 20 and start over because what happens is your mind, all of a sudden you realize, well, I'm on 47. I got to go back to <laughs> one, right? So it's a great thing to do is just sit there quietly in your head, count to 20. When you get there, go back to one. So if you get to 29 or 104 or whatever it is, you know, you've gone too far, you go back. And that's just going to start training your mind. Hey, I've got to do this. He's going to make me do this, you know, and you just keep pulling back your focus. And over time, every time you pull back focus, it gives you strength. It gives you willpower. And so when you really need to use that for something, you're going to have a, a reservoir of mind power that you didn't have before. Hmm. All right. So building um self-love and self-esteem is one themed in your work too and it's a journey for many that's made a big difference in their careers and um, everything so what um, advice can you offer to help individuals to create a stronger sense of self-worth and confidence because I was talking with someone the other day and uh, we both agreed that confidence it's makes <laughs> it does so much more than um, anything else to more for most people yeah, I, I always try to tell people, you know, imagine that we live in these two worlds. It's not a one world, it's two. So imagine you have this inner world, right, it, it, in your, your head. And that's where the feelings, emotions, thoughts, love, compassion, confidence, all of those things are there. And then there's the outer world. That's the world of things and, you know, cars and houses and other people. And most people live in that outer world with very little time given to the inner so you know realizing these two worlds are there they're connected to each other if somebody does something to us on the outside we take it in right they call us a name we take that in our inner world we get upset it, right it works the same way you can you can affect the outer world by what you're thinking by what your attitude is by what your frequency is by your negativity versus positivity so becoming confident all of those things are byproducts. I mean, they happen automatically. What's great is you don't have to, I always tell people, especially people who have therapists or something, you don't have to go through and relive all these horrible things and go cry and mm. go feel all those feelings. You don't have to do that. Naturally, these things will disappear from you when you start working, you start turning in on yourself. You start looking at what you're really thinking, what you're really feeling, you know, why uh, are you thinking about a girlfriend you broke up with 10 years ago? Every time you see the, a car that looks like hers, you get upset, right? That happens <laughs> to people. Though That's a you thing. That's not anything in the outer world. And confidence, love, all those things are inner things. They're not outer. And, and what we do is we're always looking for happiness out there. I'm, I'm going to meet the right person and I'm going to be happy. I'm going to get the right job and I'm going to be happy. Happiness doesn't exist out there. It only exists in here. So if you give it to yourself first, the outer world changes. Things get better for you. All of a sudden, everything changes. So it is, it's self-love. It's just believing that you deserve it. That's all it takes. And it's a little bit of awareness. Like I said, when you start realizing the negativity, you just start replacing, you start realizing, you know, name the voice. I always tell people, name the voice in your head. You have this bitchy roommate who talks your whole life, tells you all these horrible things about yourself, right? So I named mine. Mine is named Carl. And every time he starts, I just laugh and say, wow, there goes Carl again. And I think of Carl like a little kid, like a like a, a, a bitchy little kid. And it takes the power away because some people hear that voice and they think it's the voice of God. It's the future. It's the it's the way life's going to be. No, it's not. It's just your past kind of trying to, you know, scare you in the moment. So becoming aware of what you're thinking is the first step, no matter what.
where you are in your journey, know what you're thinking, and you'll get, get to where you want to go. Hmm. All right. So still on self-love, how does self-love and self-esteem tie into personal and professional success? Well, I mean, without self-esteem, you're not you're not going to have the success that you want by for sure, because, you know, you walk into a room, you know, somebody who is magnetic. They walk into a room and everyone looks and everyone, you know, it doesn't matter what they look like. If they're good looking, it doesn't matter. There is something about them. You know, some people have confidence that shouldn't have. So they're mm. overconfident, right? But even those people seem to make it farther in life than people that are very meek because they have no confidence at all. So giving yourself a second chance, a third chance, you know, we do that for everyone else, right? Our boyfriends and girlfriends and family, we give them chance after chance, but for some reason, we don't do it with ourselves. You know, mm. we deserve another chance too. So that's self-love. Take five minutes for yourself, you know, at lunch and, and just congrats look at where you are now compared to where you used to be you know success is not people make the mistake of going to the end goal and then trying to figure out how they're going to get there okay they want to be rich they want to have a mansion they want to have this and so they're not they're living in 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 almost a fantasy like law of attraction doesn't work if there's no action you know that's the step that everyone misses it's not pray for a ferrari and it ends up in your yard you have to go and do start making the moves you know, yeah. so you have to start kind of becoming the person I always self-love comes from who do you want to be? Who is the person I want to be? And then you start, how would that person act? How would they feel? How would they relate to money? How would they relate to other people? How would they walk into a room, you know, and you start kind of feeling that and that starts to change everything because people can pick up on that. And so then you'll start to gain confidence because you'll notice the way people look at you differently because mm. now they look at you like somebody who is confident who you know is worthy of, of their time so many people don't make eye contact they don't do anything you know it, they they just look so meek interesting so another recurring theme in your work is that of belief and um how important is belief in achieving our goals and how can individuals business owners and listeners strengthen their belief in themselves well again belief is paramount i mean without it you're not going to make any changes because if you don't if you don't believe that you deserve it if you don't believe you can have it you might as well forget about ever getting it because now you're just daydreaming you don't think as if you, if you came from a family where they told you rich people are evil or uh people like you can't be a whatever can't be a a, a, a football star whatever then you're living with that your your mind is is constantly you know in that so if you want to enhance your business, if you want to enhance your life with belief, is start believing just that you deserve it, that you deserve good things. They're not just for everyone else. They're not for somebody who's who's accomplished this. You know, if you have dreams in your head, they're there for a reason. So just start to believe in yourself because nobody else is going to believe in what you're selling, what you're talking about, what you, what you believe, unless you can make them believe it. And to do that, you've got to believe it first. So self-belief is the very first thing. And it sounds hard because, okay, I want to be a millionaire, somebody might think, and I'm not one right now. So then how does that work? You know, and they, everyone tries fake it till you make it. You've heard of that? Fake it till you make it? Yeah. And people, okay, people think that means, um, okay, I'm going to buy a fake Rolex and I'm going to rent a, I'm going to rent a Mercedes for the weekend and I'm going to look like I have a lot of money and I'm going to go down to the bar and I'm going to, okay, that's not what it is. Fake it hmm. till you make it is, Put it in your head what you want, okay? Kind of live there 
and then let it go. But live in that feeling. You're faking it because you don't have it yet, but you're feeling, you're making yourself feel like you have it. Not wearing a fake Rolex to pretend you're rich. That's ridiculous. It's living in the 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 moment that you've created and then you know then it will happen things will start to to move in the outer world once you make those steps you know belief i told you the first book i ever read on that was the magic of believing and it was all about the power of belief and it really is an amazing thing i mean if you can believe in yourself when no one else does uh you know you can change everything Hmm. Interesting. So can you explain the concept of mind control? Because I read something about mind control in your um, posts. And um, so can you explain the concept of mind control and how it relates to self-improvement and um, personal development? Now, you mean mind control for your, yes. of yourself? Okay. Yes. I mean, it's just realizing you have this mind that is so unbelievable. It, it, it can do so much. And we're using this for nothing. I mean, it's like having the most sophisticated computer and you're using it to figure out how much to leave as a tip. I mean, you're doing nothing <laughs> with it. So mind control is starting to control the voice in your head, starting to control the connection between your feelings and your thoughts. Think about this. You think about something from your past that embarrassed you and what happens? You feel embarrassed. All of that feeling comes back because that means you've stored that thought away with the feeling. Now, every time you bring the thought up, the feeling comes trudging through your body, mm. you know? So, and and it causes disease for one thing because it makes people anxious. It, it creates anxiety and disease is just dis-ease. You're not at ease, your, your whole body. That's what it is. By So by starting to pay attention, okay? Starting to control your own mind, these things start to fall away because first of all, they hold no power power over you anymore and they're so illogical usually because they were created a lot of these things were created when we were children so when you look at them now as a 40 year old and go this makes no sense if you really look at it it disappears you don't have to go through it you don't have to feel it you just look at it and go this makes no sense and it goes so mind control is becoming the policeman of your mind what thoughts mm -hmm. are going on up there okay here's a great thing you can do get a post-it note get a piece of paper, something, you draw a picture, a happy face, a heart, something, put it on your wall, above your desk, put it on the fridge, whatever. Every time you see that out of the corner of your eye, it's your, it's your time to stop. And what you're going to do is you're going to, what's on my mind right now? And you're going to write it down. Okay. And you will start to notice after doing this for a couple of days, you'll see that I'm telling you the truth. 80% of the time or more, it's negative. And it's mm. useless. It's things that, you know, people worry too. We live 40% of our day in the past worrying about all the things we could have done. If I had done this, then she wouldn't have done that. And then this would have happened. Okay. And then we live 40% of the time in the future. And we're worried about all the things that are going to happen, right? The problem with that scenario is the only moment you can do anything is right now. Okay. This is your like entry point. This is your moment because we're, you're in the moment, right? If you're living in the past or the future, you can't access that. So you're in some, you know, your subconscious is running, the old rusty tape is running from when you were a kid. So the trick is you see that post-it note, you write down what you're thinking. After a few days, start looking at what, at what you're thinking and you will realize what a bunch of crap it is and how it doesn't make any, any use to your life, right? And you can start, again, it just takes awareness. Then you're controlling your mind instead of your mind controlling you. Mm. So what starts to happen is the next time something, a big drama unfolds and a big fight happens or something happens, before you get sucked into it, 
things start to get slow. It looks like uh, slow motion almost for you. And you're able to kind of decide, do I want to go? Do I want to be pulled into this? Do I want to lose my peace? And you can make a decision where normally something happens and then you're right in the fight and you get pulled in it right away. This gives you this space to kind of, okay, is this worth my peace? And 99% of the time, it's never going to be worth your no, peace. Yeah. And you just don't get pulled into it. Hmm. Interesting. So let's go over, move on to um, technology. So in um, today's digital age, technology plays a very, very significant role in our lives. So how have you seen um, technology? You've, you've been doing this for 30 years, so you've probably seen a lot of changes over the years. So how have you seen technology influencing the practice of mind power and uh, personal development? Well, I mean, it's an amazing thing because when I started and I, I was working in Vegas and I was doing shows and I do seminars and things, but you can only reach, you know, a thousand people in a room. Mm. You can only reach who's ever in front of you at the, at the time. With the, the advent of the internet, it, 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 it's not just email marketing and all of those things. It's the connection. It's the fact I can sit at home in my studio and I can talk to you, okay, across mm. the world. I can somebody who needs my help can we can connect on this and i can go through you know some um, coaching practices with them or i can think of something that i think will help people i can make a video i can put it out and people can all of a sudden you know i'm getting messages wow this really helped me so that's what it's done it's it's created the world as a as a almost like a small town it's a community now where it doesn't matter where you are doesn't matter what you look like doesn't matter what you do does everyone's almost in it's almost too much on an equal footing like you know somebody who lives in their basement who's never who's never done anything almost has the same voice as you know mm. a, a lifelong political commentator or something so that part of it's kind of scary but the fact that you can reach so many people and so fast and so i mean in real time I could do a seminar now and I could have people from all over the world, you know, attending. That's what makes it different. I mean, it really the intimacy of it. Hmm. Yeah. So it just talks about um, virtual coaching. So with the rise of virtual training and coaching platforms, how can businesses probably who want to offer personal development and mindset training to their employees, how can they utilize technology to do this? Well, again, one thing is you don't have to have uh the per it used to be a seminar leader or a trainer had to be there. So you would have to fly them in. You'd have to put them up in a hotel. You'd have to have them there for three days and pay for their meals. And, you know, this is a, could be a $50,000, $100,000 bill, right? Instead, you can hire the same level trainer, but they don't, you know, they can do this thing virtually. They can do it for three hours. You take a break for lunch and they come back and do three hours. Uh, not only is it more cost-effective for you, but it's also, it, it doesn't have, you can, set it up quicker. It doesn't take all the months of lag of, of creation time. I mean, you can really utilize, you, you can utilize your workforce even at home because you could do something where, you know, you could have a, a, a seminar event where, you know, it could be, I don't know, some sort of bonus thing. I've seen, mm -hmm. I've seen people do too, where they'll hire somebody like, you know, a big speaker, you know, like uh, Tony Robbins, for instance. Right. And so maybe they'll do it on Saturday and they'll let everybody be watching it from home. You know, even that. So you could never do anything like that 20 years ago. I mean, it's it's really an amazing thing. If you want to take your business to the next level, you really, I mean, I'm learning. You have to kind of get on that technology curve because it changes so fast. You really have to kind of be in there. Hmm. All right. So there, are there any trends or innovations in virtual coaching and training that you find particularly promising or effective? 
well, again, I, I, there's so much, I mean, nowadays with all the, the calendar apps and the, the, the streaming platforms and everything, I mean, there's almost, it's an overload. I mean, I'm 48. So trying to learn my whole thing with my business, I mean, I built a multi-million dollar business over 30 years, but it required me as the figurehead to be there in, in person to do, to do the stuff. But I decided I want to, I don't want any part of my business anymore where I don't understand it. So I have to learn mm. it first and then I farm it out. So I never farm out anything that I don't learn myself. So I have a lot of stuff I'm trying to learn right now, you know, funnels and, you know, just everything <laughs> that there is. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure. I'm probably not ahead of the curve in a lot of that. I just think there's so much, um, I can't think of any specific products, but I mean, I think it's important to take an hour a week, two hours a week, and just kind of get in, find what will work for your business, get some ideas, and then just do some study and some research. Because once you get your mind on that, it opens up a lot more, right? You mm -hmm. spend two hours a week doing it, you're going to get so much of that, you know, so much back for your time. Interesting. So, um, technology allows us to track our progress and also set goals and, um, like you said, in the case of meditation, you can just start small and grow from there. So how can um, individuals and businesses use these digital tools to measure their personal growth, measure and monitor their personal growth, as well as their improvements in their mindsets over time? The I, I, You cut out a little bit. The Oh, oh yeah. And I said, um, how can individuals and businesses use digital tools or technology to monitor their personal growth and mindset improvements over time? Well, there's so many apps. I mean, you know, you can do not, not just physical things like step counters and things like that, but, and, and eating and what to eat and everything, but you know, it makes, you can find ways to make your life easier that you couldn't have done 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are apps for everything, but I mean, you know, there's an app for transcendental meditation, I, which is one of the things I do, right? That makes it that makes that easier. There's app. There's an app I use when I'm walking every morning. There's an app I use when I'm juicing, right? So I think those using technology that way, you're not thinking about your business, but it's saving you time in your business because it's giving you more time to focus. My whole thing is, you want to focus on what really matters. So it's getting rid of all the BS that doesn't matter, or or making it smaller in your life and then being able to focus where it matters. So if you can find some apps that will, you know, help you, whatever it is you're doing, exercise, whatever it is, that'll give you some more time. I think that's, you know, one of the best things people can do now. Hmm. All right. So um, let's talk about um, social media because I've realized this. Okay. For instance, I stopped listening to, listening to the news about three years ago that that was around the time of the pandemic because i literally used to throw my mood off i've really tried to reduce my use of social media these days because i realize i might be happy i go on maybe um twitter and um 10 minutes later i'm just feeling so <laughs> it feels like doom and gloom everywhere so how can do you have any thoughts on how social media or these digital platforms can be used as a force for good in promoting mindset transformation rather than what we get right now well the thing is that it's a choice that's what makes it so you know and teenagers i mean on tiktok that are just constantly you know it, it's giving you the dopamine hit i mean you're getting the same dopamine feeling you would get if you were you know if you just want to race or if you were doing something you know and that's scary because you know you're sitting alone you can sit alone in a dark room and you can be doing this right so I think that um, 
you have to realize uh, t technology is um, amazing, social media, but social media is just a tool. I am the same as you. I haven't watched, I, I watch very, very little news because everything is created as programming. It's all about watch the news and you'll see things like what's under your counter in your kitchen that will kill you tonight at 11. It's all <laughs> stuff like that because they always say, if it leads or if it bleeds, it leads. In other words, the grossest, goriest stories are always, you don't hear about the good stuff. You hear about the shootings and the this and the that, right? So you can cut out that kind of media. You can look at headlines if you need them, you know, but you don't have to get pulled into that, okay? And so social media is great. I have I have platforms on Facebook. I have groups on Facebook and, and I'm in there sometimes, but I don't go scrolling down, you know, uh, the wall looking. I don't do that because- I don't want to get pulled into anyone else's drama. I don't want anybody else's energy. I You have to, again, show yourself some self-love. And part of that has to be being able to get yourself off social media when it's time. I mean, if you're sitting on TikTok for six hours, it's time to go outside and you know eat an apple, do something. <laughs> so it, it it's going to take, government's not going to do it. You know, there's nobody that's going to do it unless you you have the motivation to do it yourself. So you're just going to have to start looking. Pay attention. Get a tracker on your phone. I, I did that. See how many hours a day you're on social media, because when you see that at the end of every day, it's hard, kind of hard to uh, to deny if you're seeing, oh, I was on social media for 12 hours today. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> right. So do something that will give you an idea kind of of what you're doing. Again, yeah. awareness. It's all awareness. Yeah. So um, you mentioned earlier about learning about the technology you use before um, letting your team use it. And you mentioned things like sales funnels and all that. So currently, what technology do you use in managing your business that you really find helpful? Well, right now, we um, we use ClickFunnels in, for a lot mm -hmm. of things. Uh, StreamYard, I, I love, you know, I do all my streaming and all the videos I do with StreamYard. Um, Calendly, I think everybody has, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's called Voomly. That's a new thing where it's a funnel you can create that changes the video. So it's like a video of you and it, the video changes though, depending on what they select. So mm. like if they, if you say, Hey, are you looking for, and if it could be financial love, whatever. And the one that they hit, the video continues on, but it's now a different, you know, it's like a different part of the video. So we're kind of playing around with that. That's, that's a new thing. I mean, there's just so many things opening up so fast. Reels, we do a lot of um, motivational speaker, celebrity kind of reels on my Facebook page. Um, just different ways to kind of get the message out there. It's all, all, my whole thing is I just want people to understand they can do this. It doesn't, there isn't one person over another. Anyone can do it. You just have to kind of believe you can do it, believe in yourself, you know? So I'm putting that message out constantly on Instagram, Facebook, live uh, events. TV, radio, podcast. That's just it. You can do this. All right. So you said you've been um, in this journey for 30 years. And looking back, if you were to meet your younger self and give your younger self advice, what would you tell your younger self so you can have more impact on your journey? Oh, for sure. I would tell my younger self to start meditating. Because <laughs> I, again, I didn't do it until, you know, in my 30s, if wow. I would have done that when I was a teenager, it would have changed because I was always anxious about everything. I, you know, I'd be performing all over the world. I'd wake up just completely filled with anxiety for no reason. I wouldn't even know why. And all of these things just disappeared with meditation. 
question and this inner work. So I would, I would go as far back as I could go and tell myself, you know, even as a kid, Hey, not, this stuff is not going to matter. This is what's going to matter. You know, start meditating, start paying attention to what you're thinking, start paying attention to what other is something. Is it what you want? Are you doing what you want? Are you doing what somebody else wants for you? What your mm -hmm. parents want? What, you know, start looking at yourself as early as possible. That would be my total advice to myself. Mm, amazing. So lastly, Brent, for our tech savvy entrepreneur listeners, what advice can you offer to them on maintaining a healthy mindset while navigating the challenges of the industry they're in? Well, the best thing to do is you decide what you want. Most people don't know where, what they want, where they want to go. You got to know, okay? So you decide, this is what I want. I want to build a, a $50 million company. I want to have a beach house. I want to have the perfect partner, whatever it is. You sit down, you write it down. You really get it in your mind. So now you have a picture you can go to. You start thinking about it, okay? Because again, most people have no idea what they want. So you keep that picture in your mind, but you don't worry about it. You don't worry about how it's going to happen. You don't worry about what you will see is all of these pathways will begin to appear that weren't there. The stones will mm. appear as soon as you get the, the mindset right. So don't sweat the other stuff. Don't worry about competition. I tell people, it really, there is no competition because no two people are the same ever. They don't have the same experiences, the same uh, difficulties, the same strengths or weaknesses. So Instead of looking at who is doing, who's in your space and what they're doing, what that does is it takes your your eye off your game because you're looking at everyone else. So instead of competing, start creating, start using mm. your mind to, you know, don't worry, don't copy, don't worry about everyone else, you know? So, you know, again, awareness, just start doing those little things and the business will get easier because all the BS that you're worried about, you know, your exes and this and that will start to disappear and you'll have more to focus on your business. Hmm. That's really, really great advice. And um, I hope the listeners pick that up and um, go with that. So thank you so much, Brent, for coming on the Tech Your Business podcast today and sharing with us on mindset, on tech and motivation and meditation also. It's been my pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And for the guests, thank you so much for being with us on this episode of the Tech Your Business podcast. I hope you've picked up one, two, or maybe 10 things you can that can make your journey better, that can make you less anxious, and that can make you do more with your business. So till next week when we come with another episode of the Tech Your Business podcast, don't forget to keep taking your business. Bye for now. <laughs>